Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me tonight, how about Fantasy Alarms Managing Editor John Impemba? That's right. Thursday nights during football season, Adam Ronis recording live on Alarm After Hours on Sirius XM. So we get a chance to bring in John Impemba here to give the uh, give the lines and give the uh, the picks for uh, for the upcoming week in football. John, how are you tonight? Uh, Howard, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, this is our, our famous Thursday night lightning round podcast, right? Where we rapid fire through uh, the, the week's spreads and totals and uh, we pick some winners for everybody. Right, right. Well, we are also recording this shortly after the uh, the Thursday night football game. How, how'd that go for you? I know you're a, you're a huge Buccaneers fan. Um, it was close for a little bit. You was worried that, uh, that, that, you know, Dallas was going to win this game and Jim Bowden was going to make my life a complete nightmare. But I did take Dallas and the points because I just, I, I thought that the, that it was just getting driven up a little bit it too was. much. I mean, it opened up at seven and a half. Uh, and at one point earlier in the day, it was nine and a half mm-hmm. and the over under started at four at 50 and it moved up to 52 and a half by the time kickoff was going on. So I actually, because of the trends and everything, I went with the Cowboys uh, and I took the points and I actually took the under uh, just because it kept going up, up, up like that to 52 and a half. It was just, you know, kind of a matter of principle for me. So, you know, I split, I go one and one on the night, uh, but felt pretty good about the read on this game. Yeah, we did the same thing. Uh, I was I was cracking the lines as well. Saw that I actually saw it on some books that opened at six and a half and got up to nine and a half. So to me, I felt like that was just far too many points, too many people betting uh, the defending champions as much as I you know do enjoy cheering for the uh, the Buccaneers is my alternate team here. I took the nine with Dallas as well. Uh, and like you, I went under. You know, it started at fifty two. We got bet all the way down to forty eight. I saw, and then it climbed back up to fifty two. I thought if a lot of the money was Betting it down at 52, maybe that was just a bit too high. Um, wasn't the case. There's a lot of scoring there at the end. Uh, from a fantasy perspective for me, it was it was great. Uh, I have a lot of Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Mari Cooper. Like This is a, a really good game to have exposure to. And I've been touting uh, Antonio Brown all year. Uh, there's a bunch of tweets of me uh, talking about how he might be their best receiver. He looked great. Uh, and I'm at 30 when it's one timeout is like an eternity for Tom Brady. Uh, that's, you know, Dallas should have done something better to manage the clock there. Uh, there was almost no doubt that Brady was going to be able to drive them down uh, and get that field goal there at the end for the win. But all in all, a very entertaining game. Yeah, I mean, listen, it was so funny. And I actually I tweeted this out uh, tonight because I'm getting like all of these messages from people. Um, you know, it's just it's amazing how one game that had an over under of 52 and a half Right. How that one game is like made everybody question their draft strategy. Like, oh, shit, I never should have taken Dallas Goddard. I should have taken Rob Gronkowski or oh crap. I can't believe it. I had Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson, but, you know, it was against the Tampa Bay defense. So I opted to start Russell Wilson and, and Dak had this brilliant game. You know, I mean, it was like people. Yeah, Please. this was this was not expected to be a good. It was supposed to be a tough fantasy game for uh for Dallas. I was I have a lot of people who are kind of jumping on me about Zeke Elliott as well. You know, like oh look at Zeke. You told you he's washed up. I'm like no, Zeke wasn't supposed to have a good game. <laughs> he's he had an amazing front up. seven. You know, like <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, if anything, I thought Dak and the receivers had an opportunity to have a decent game because 
they were going to have to just throw to stay in this one. So I thought just from a volume standpoint, obviously mm-hmm. they, they were a volume and efficiency standpoint. They were tremendous uh, tonight. And, and maybe that that secondary got exposed a bit or they weren't ready for the moment. Um, they are on opening night. But yeah, I'm not I'm not here overreacting. And, and we'll talk a lot about that, obviously, you know, uh, across all of our platforms, Howard, about how week one, you know, we're, we're you know, settle down a little bit. Don't don't totally jump ship. You can you can have some fun. Uh, some guys hit for you, but, you know, don't be dropping and looking to trade Ezekiel Elliott here after week one. No, definitely don't be. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I already got people being like, oh, thank God I didn't draft Zeke. Why? <laughs> like, because one week he's on the field like 90% of the time. Like, he'll be it's, okay. Don't worry about it. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. And it took, it literally took less than a half a game for somebody on Twitter to pop off that I gave them the wrong advice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, wow, we played a half a game. I was like, cash your tickets if you had the under on one game. It, it was all it takes before some asshole shows up uh, on Twitter. I mean, it's just, it's, it's absolutely comical. Uh, I'm gonna have a field day, a field day uh, with that on the Fantasy Alarm Show. So while you guys are listening to this uh, right now, and you're gonna be hearing it tomorrow, you know, on uh, on Friday. Uh, tune in for the Fantasy Alarm Show uh, as I go off on the morons of the world uh, for sure. So, all right. So that's how that's how Dallas finishes up and uh, and and they cover the spread. Uh, it was a good game. It was exciting. It was fun to watch. Uh, fantasy wise, yes, there was a lot of deliciousness to uh, to be had. Uh, there was some shittiness too. You know, Mike Evans, nothing really there. Um, but. You know, overall, I would say we got kind of what we were, you know, sort of what we were expecting. I think maybe might have been, uh, you know, a little bit higher expectations for what was going on. Uh, you know, if Godwin had the touchdown instead of the fumble, then I think it would have been more in line with what people were expecting from yeah. uh, from this action. Uh, Mike Evans, no show kind of, uh, you know, if, if anything, the Antonio Brown game that he had, he had seven targets and Chris Godwin being targeted. And Gronk being targeted as much as he was, and then Mike Evans really goose egging. Maybe there's a concern there because there were times last year where he was a, a disappearing act as well. Um, you know that could be that could be uh, slightly worrisome if we're going to react to anything from this game. No, I'm not going to react to anything from this game because everybody's going to overreact to everything from this game. All right, so let's do it here. Let's uh, let's take a look at what's going on uh, around the, uh, the the rest of the NFL. John and I like to power through this. Um, and, and run it. John's also got another radio appearance to do right after. So I uh, don't want to take up too much of his time here. So we're going to take a quick time out and call a little commercial break, pay some bills uh, on the other side. John and I are going to rapidly fire through the rest of the games, the spreads and the totals and, uh, and tell you what we think of what's going on there. So stick around. Uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break. All right, John, are you uh, are you are you ready to get down and dirty here with uh, with what we've got going on? Ooh, yeah, let's you, front why did you send me receiving props and not the not the lines? Not yeah, the I, I sent you the lines. You got to click on the second link, Howard. You got to click on the second link, dude. Come on, man. Why you got to be like this? Why you got to see people? This is what I have to contend with on a regular basis at the fantasy. You alarm. just had to scroll further down and you would have seen the, the right link. That's fine. All right. That's okay. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I'm there. I was going to say, if you want, I can take it over. We, you know, but we'll go. Oh, oh you want to take it over? Listen to you. Listen to you. 
Nope. Sorry, dude. This is my house now. <laughs> Let's go to it. Let's get going. Um, we'll start off uh, Philadelphia against Atlanta. Uh, right now, it's uh, it's Falcons. How the hell are the Falcons? Even at home, three, three and a half point favorite in some places. Uh, over under here, I'm looking at them. Got 48 and a half and 49 uh, is what we're looking at. So, uh, so let's. I'll start off with this and tell you I want the Eagles and the points. How the hell are the Falcons a three point favorite over anybody, John? They get three points just for being at home. So really, Vegas, you know, in, in theory, this is a pick em game, right? A half point. I'm with you, though. I believe in Jalen Hurts and, and the improvements there, I think, offensively that the Eagles have. So I'll run it with you there, Howard. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. As far as the over-under goes, I don't know, man. That's uh, uh, I would probably say I'd, I'd err on the side of caution uh, and take the under. But, man, that Falcon secondary, that's super trashy. I'll still oh, no, float on the under Eagles, and I'll take it at 49. Yeah, I'm going over. These these uh, these defenses are trash. So All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Next up, we got the Steelers visiting the Bills. Bills are a six and a half point favorite across the board. Uh, 48 and a half is what I'm looking at for the total. Although I do see points bet has it at 48. Uh, where are you going on this one? <laughs> Uh, you know, I want to go ahead and go uh, Buffalo Steelers on the road are, are not nearly as good defensively. We've learned that over the years, Howard and DFS. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go Buffalo home six and a half here. I agree with you completely. I, I think Buffalo six and a half, you know, the, the Steelers also lost Bud Dupree. Um, it's just, it's not the, it's not the defensive unit that we're used to seeing. And, uh, and, and I mean, listen, as much as I do like the offense with Najee Harris, uh, I do worry about the Bills defense. They they're always strong. Bills D is always strong. It's not the greatest of ever, but it's it's definitely a solid defensive unit. Still, though, I'm with you there on the Bills at minus six and a half. Um, I don't really have a lean on the over under here. I would probably say, uh, based on the fact that the Steelers D isn't what it was, and and the Bills secondary may have a little bit of a. Uh-uh, I'll take the over here. Yeah, over 40 and a half. I mean, the Bills are going to go five, four or five wide probably this whole game and just throw it. So, uh, and, and Pittsburgh's got some good, talented receivers and they'll have to play catch up. So I'll take the over. All right. Minnesota visits Cincinnati. You want to talk about a battle of shitty secondaries? Here you have it. Vikings are favored on the road by three. See that across the board? I'm looking at 47, 47 and a half uh, on the over under. Uh, Joe Burrow, he's back. Can he pick apart this Viking secondary? Uh, and then, of course, you've got the running game for the Minnesota Vikings uh, going up against the trash defense. Um, you know, I look at this one here and damn, I mean, I want I want to take Minnesota just because they can control the ground game here. But I think that they're secondary, which is usually Mike Zimmer's strong suit. I think it's bad enough that I'm going to want to take the Bengals at home with the points. I'm going to go opposite of you on this one. I'm going to take Minnesota with the three. I think, you know, just the fact that you have a more veteran quarterback back there with Kirk Cousins, you have Thielen and Jefferson and David Cook um, ready to go. You know, the Bengals, there was a lot of questions with Joe Burrow and, you know, how he was dealing mentally following his injury. Then you got Jamar Chase talking about how he has trouble seeing the football because uh, it's different than the college football. Uh, a lot of different things there, I think, are a bit worrisome for me. And still, well, Cincinnati, uh, you know, improved their offensive line a bit in the offseason. That was still a problem. So Minnesota for me. 
Minnesota for you. I want to give a, a little shout out to our good buddy, Andrew Cooper uh, at Coop a fiasco who uh, I guess probably had, you know, the, the, the tweet of the night when he turned around and he said, I'm scrolling through it right now. It says, wow, Randy Gregory scooped up that bouncing ball right up despite there not being any stripes on it. <laughs> oh, that Coop. He's a witty one. He is. He is indeed. All right. So we're split on Minnesota, Cincinnati, uh, San Francisco, Detroit. Wow. That's up to a minus eight right now for San Francisco. I do see it at minus seven and a half points. Bet has it at minus nine. Um, I'll tell you what, if I'm getting it at seven and a half, I'm okay with it. I might even be okay getting it at minus eight, but I uh, give me the Niners all day long uh, against the, uh, against the lions. I don't think the Lions are going to cover a spread probably all season. So, yeah, San Francisco minus eight for me. Oh, the spreads will start getting uglier and uglier for them. That's true. True or false? Uh, DeAndre Swift is going to be indicted for murder. Uh, Well, funny enough, Howard, I called the Philadelphia PD today and uh, they said he's not being investigated. So we're okay. Did you really? No, no, I did not. That would have been so much cooler if you did. Arizona <laughs> travels to Tennessee. The Titans are a three-point favorite over the Cardinals. <sighs> this is a tough one for me because you know, obviously, Derrick Henry uh, can run the ball heavily, and they'll just kind of, you know, lean on that. But man, this Titans defense is so bad, and I do think that Kyler Murray can kind of pick them apart a little bit. I still might have to uh, go with the Titans here at home. Only because I think Cliff Kingsbury's coaching kind of sucks. Yeah, I'm going to go Titans home here because this may be the only game that AJ Brown and Julio Jones are both healthy for. So uh, we're going to we're going to run that one here. Minus three Tennessee for me. So mean. So mean. All right. I don't want to make a call on this. This one's your this is, this is all you. Yeah, we're going to Seattle minus two and a half. We're hammering it. We're hitting the over here as well. Uh, let Russ cook. E.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Russell Wilson. Let it cook. You know, no fear of the of the Colts D. Zero fear. Let Russ cook. Russell Wilson, new offensive coordinator. Gerald Everett's involved as well. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. I do like the the Colts side though a little bit. And as far as the offense, I I heard you say hammer the over, which I actually kind of dig because Seattle's defense is not very good. And I'm kind of curious to see what happens with Jonathan Taylor and Carson Wentz and uh, Michael Pittman and company. So, but you're saying, you know, just lock it down Seattle. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 12 man. Traveling. <laughs> traveling Chargers actually start off as a, as a one point favorite in Washington, but the news of Austin Eckler with the, uh, with the bum leg, the hamstring issue has flipped this line. Now it's Washington minus one. Uh, where 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 are you at? I'm upset that this line flipped because I was always on Washington. You have a West Coast team traveling East Coast uh, against one of the best front sevens in football. Um, you know, I felt like this was going to be a really tough test for uh, the Chargers. And now the fact that Eckler is not 100% missed the second straight day of practice, it, it, I don't think it's going to be good looks here. Now, I know Washington's secondary really isn't great. Um, but that front seven is just going to get in Herbert's face here. And I think that Washington's going to take this one. All right. Washington for John. I actually took Washington uh, when I was uh, talking to Craig Mish on sports grid. Can I say hi to Craig Mish. Craig Mish. What's up? Hey, Craig. Uh, 
<laughs> Jets, four-point underdogs on the road against Carolina. Give me Carolina all day long here in this one, John. Uh, it's the revenge game for Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson. Uh, it, it's not going to be pretty. I, I get that Robert Sala is a good, solid defensive coach. They just don't have the personnel. The defensive say, you line need, you is need hurt. talent still. So Hey, 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 be nice. If, if you if, to be fair, I think the overhits on this one, I, I do think that points get scored here. Yeah, except it's going to be all Carolina. Uh, well, maybe I like Carolina minus four as well, though. All right. Jacksonville, Houston. Here's going to this is going to be one of the ugliest games. Uh, the debut of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, still there. They're, so they're laying three on the road to Houston. I got no problem taking the Jaguars here. No, is, is there a better debut matchup for for Urban Meyer, for Trevor Lawrence and this Jaguars team than getting what is probably the worst team in football? Or, you know, I, I, I'm i going to say definitely the worst team in football. They're worse than the Lions. Uh, Jacksonville minus three here. I'm actually going to kind of go the under, though, because Houston has said they plan on just running the football the whole time. So if that's their game plan. They're going to kill some clocks. So I'll take the under in Jacksonville. Right. I love that vote of confidence in Tyrod Taylor. We're just gonna run the ball. Yeah, they're gonna RPO it. They're just gonna we're, RPO we're it. just gonna we're literally gonna do the uh we're, we're just gonna do the read option all day. We're gonna run this like you know, like army runs their offense yeah. in football. Um, all right, Cleveland, Kansas City at Arrowhead. I'm seeing it minus five for Kansas City, minus five and a half, six uh over at Bet MGM. Uh this line is uh has fluctuated between five and six and a half. I, I gotta tell you, man. Even though it's in Kansas City, I love the Browns enough to say, "Give me them in the points." Yeah, you're, you're, you and a lot of other public are gonna be wrong on this one. Kansas City is gonna win this game. I mean, if you look at the playoff game between them last year, Mahomes is having a fantastic game. Then he gets hurt, and for a quarter and a half, Chad Henney just held on to a lead the best he could against this Cleveland Browns team. So uh, you got a full, healthy Patrick Mahomes. You're going to get a healthy offensive line, an improved offensive line. You got a healthy CEH, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. I understand the running game for Cleveland's going to control here, but you know, I still don't think Baker Mayfield's that good. They get into a shootout with Patrick Mahomes, they're not going to win it. So give me Kansas City minus five here. Minus five. How many points are you willing to give me if we go side wager on this one? Five. That's the You're only going to give me five. You're not going to give me five and a half. You're not going to give me the six. Why would I give you a hook when the spread is five, Howard? Well, it depends on where you're looking at the spread. I'm yeah, looking, I'm at, the looking at the book that's MGM giving me the best six. I'm giving you, I'm giving me the book that has the best odd. You want well, six? I'll give you six. You're gonna give me six now? Done. Yeah. What are we betting? Sideways. What are we betting? I don't know. We'll talk about it off air. Ooh. We'll recap it on next week's show. We'll recap it on next week's show. Miami travels to New England. The Patriots. Mac Jones's debut minus three. Um, you know, it's still, it's Belichick. It's, it's Flores. It's, it's Tua. uh, I'll take the, I hate myself, but I'll take the Pats and lay the points. I'm terrified of this line. I mean, I, as, as good as Mac Jones has looked obviously in the preseason and I want it so bad to be the, the beginning of the dynasty here. It, it's still a rookie quarterback, you know, to be three points. It's, it's really a pick em game again. Cause it's at home. Oh, <sighs> Uh, the stress here. I guess I'll go. I'll go Patriots minus three, but it's not a confident pick. It's really not not confident okay. at all. I just all don't right. know if Miami's really that good either with Tua. 
Well, Miami isn't that good with two, and that's yeah. really what it comes the down Patriots to. The Patriots defense is actually going to be one of the probably top five unit in the league this year, truthfully, as long as they all stay healthy. So, all right. Good to know. Good to know for the fantasy folk. Green Bay Packers, New Orleans Saints. It's going to be a TIAA Bank Field neutral site. Um, Packers laying three and a half in this one. Who do you like? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers here. It's, uh, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers is out to have an FU tour type season. Uh, won the MVP last year and then, you know, did what he did all offseason. Still feels like he's being disrespected. Uh, I think he and Adams returned this year to just lay it out on the league. Do you know that they're going to Las Vegas next year, right? As a as a pair. Probably. They're going to go wherever they go together. It's good for Adams' career, and it's good for wherever Rodgers goes. Las Vegas Raiders, you watch. It's going to be crazy. Do you know what that's going to do to the uh, to the to the AFC West? It's going to be insane. You're going to have the high flying Chargers offense. You're going to have Mahomes and the Chiefs with Andy Reid, and then you're going to have motherfucking Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams uh, over there. Poor Denver. Poor Denver just sitting there humping Teddy Bridgewater. You're selling Teddy Gloves Bridgewater short here, you know? (laughs) Well, let's get to him. I'm with you on Green Bay. Let's get to uh, to Teddy Bridgewater. Denver on the road against the, uh, the New York football giants. Denver's laying three. I love the defense, man. I really, really do. I think that they've got something really nice. And I think Teddy Bridgewater, they may not be able to throw the ball deep, but I can see Bridgewater having himself a good game at the expense of the Giants. Give me the Broncos minus three. How is this game only three points is my question. I mean, like, I mean, I, yeah, Denver, Denver minus three is, is good for me here as well. All right, let's go to the Bears against the Rams Sunday night football. Uh, Rams are a minus seven and a half point favorite on this one. Um, I, you know, I think it's fair. I, I, I don't have confidence in Andy Dalton and I don't have confidence in Matt Nagy right now. I think that, that the bears, you know, I think the bears struggle in the first couple of games. And then in week four, they get to move Justin Fields into their starting QB spot when they're playing Detroit, uh, and kind of ease them into that. So give me the Rams lay the points. Yeah, the Rams defense is just going to absolutely shut down. I mean, Rams is going to be on Robinson, and then what do the Bears do offensively? So uh, it's, it's going to be nothing. It's going to be nothing. Ramsey shut down Metcalf last year every time they played. So uh, you and the Rams minus seven and a half. All right, last game, Monday Night Football. Ravens, I don't even know who's in their backfield anymore. Uh, minus three and a half, minus four. I do see it at minus four and a half on the FanDuel Sportsbook also. Ravens laying the points against the Raiders. Who do you like? Oh man, I am. I'm going to go with the Raiders on this one because there is that uncertainty in the backfield now. And if you're trusting Lamar to throw, you know, last year there was a lot of regression there. So give me the Raiders plus three and a half in this one. Plus Ravens lost Marcus Peters too, the best corner. So, um, you know, tough, tough going there for Baltimore and the defensive side as well. Um, home dogs on Monday night is like sex Panther. 60% of the time it works every time. I'm buying. Yeah, in Las Vegas, too. Home opener for Las Vegas. That building's going to be rocking. They got to show Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams how beautiful that home is going to be. Absolutely. Derek Carr in Sin City doesn't really mix well. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers in Sin City. Well, there you go. That's a match made in heaven. No doubt about it. All right. That's going to do it for our uh, our picks here. Again, John and I like to kind of rapid fire it through. 
so you waste no time. You got the picks. You got the spreads. You can check me out with Craig Mish over at uh, Wager Alarm live stream Friday night. Uh, we'll make our picks for the Westgate Super Contest. Not to mention, we'll make some uh, college picks. We're also in the Golden Nugget uh, competition this year again. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we skipped the Nugget last year because of college football being uh, all COVIDed up. So, John, always a great time. Appreciate you uh, you joining us here again on Thursday nights. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to do this show with you, Howard. It's a, it was always fun last year. It'll be a blast this year as well. Indeed, it will be. So, all right. Well, take care, folks. Go place your bets. We got you covered the rest of the way over at FantasyAlarm.com. Hit John Impemba up at JImpemba777 on the old Twitter machine. For John Impemba, the managing editor of Fantasy Alarm, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Andy Up. We'll catch you next time.